Yo, you. This is all things entertainment. This is your host, the Barbarian Princess. Yo, Barbarian Princess, it's your boy, the museum. We are together, we are the Yahweh. This is All Things Entertainment's live celebrity interview radio. Mm-hmm. So what's up? Kick it off. So today we're talking about overt and covert racism. Well, keep going. Kick it off. Keep going. Well, so overt racism is basically like in-your-face racism, uh-huh. but unapologetic racism. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like they do little small things. You know, like, do I want to say reverse racism? No, no. It's just like. A gaslight. Not in. Huh? So you, like a gaslighting version of racism, pretty much. Well, no, no, yeah. no. You said over. <laughs> so what? Well, I said gaslighting, but I'm saying what did, what got you talking about That's it? That's what it is. What got you talking about it, though? Um, Because I was talking about it on a podcast with um, basically Red Eye, this guy named Red Eye on the podcast on Anchor, and, you know, it's just, like, just little things that I hear and I see, and I'm like, wow, this person's being racist, right, right in their face, and they don't even realize it. Yeah, do you feel like the dude interviewing you was being racist, or what are you talking about? No, 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 we were just talking about, like, what, what were, what was our expectation for 2020, and, and what we thought about racism, so we were talking about racism overall, you know? Okay. Uh, well, I mean, white male rage or racism, its power is dwindling. That's a fact. I mean, I'm out here fucking white women like it's, you know, like they're going out of season. Like they they running like they running the sale. You know, back in the past, in the till 14 years old, you could just whistle at a white woman and I could get you fucking hung from a tree. Right. But now, um, I mean, it's nothing. It's like, Trump is like he's like the last. Yep. He's the fallout of it. He's the he's, he's the main the, he's guy. The, with he's the he's the one to win. No, boy, he's the guy. He's the he is the mark of what white male rage used to be able to do in this country. Right. He is the crowning achievement of a bygone era. It's gone. Just like he he him he is Birdman walking into the Breakfast Club saying. Y'all gonna put some respect <laughs> on my name. I ain't gonna say it no more. He's that every day. That's that's what he yes, is, though. That is him. It's the that's white accurate. version. It's the white version. Like y'all gonna put some respect on my name. Actual I ain't gonna say it no more. We used to white male rage. Oh, we used to we used to hang niggas from trees. You know, we used to do what the fuck we wanted to do. We used to, you know, beat little fourteen year old boys down for wasting that white women. And then a month after we commit the crime, you know, we are acquitted by, you know the laws of white male leadership. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's why, you know, I speak in this way about America, but I speak in this way about America because it's so useful because you can really take the emotion out of the emotion and the reaction and you can take your power back. You can walk around free white and 21 in America much more faster, quicker, and better than you could trying to be free white and 21 back in the, even the 70s, the 80s, or the 90s. You know, we got Denzel Washington's son is the lead of the next big spy movie. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have any qualms about moving into this next decade. Now, this past decade, I mean, we must ask ourselves, you know, the hottest female rapper is the hottest because she is like Sarah Bartman. She displays her ass willfully, literally on display every day, you know. But that's what they want the white from audiences. us. So we have to ask ourselves. Are, it's are not we gonna, only that. Now that's been that's been a that's been a that's been a that we've been commodified like that for four hundred years, literally, since we've gotten to the country. We need to ask ourselves: Are we gonna make it another four hundred years of that? Or I don't want another uh, rapper like that because you see how I am with my music. I'm totally different, and I'm like an indigo child. I dress different. I, I think something. Different. I think something's gonna be so huge for you. Is when you blow up, you rap in a hijab and a burqa. That's gonna carry you so oh, yeah. far because you're gonna That'd set a so president awesome. for women. You're saying you don't even have to sexualize yourself to be an MC. Right. Being a female rapper is gonna be powerful than being a male rapper because men are gonna. We always have to prove strength when we rap, right? Or mm-hmm. even cool. 
but women being a have woman, to prove sexuality. The, the, that's what, but no, that's what I'm saying. I think the next frontier of female rapping is women rapping in hijab and burkas because it's going to focus on the focus is going to be on what the woman is saying. And I think the women are going to exactly. be saying things so powerful that it's going to even wipe out the idea. Like you guys aren't going to want to go back to sexualizing yourselves because it's going to cheapen the quality of your words. Does that mean it's going to take Can the I stress say out of your words? Go, go ahead. The reason why they want us women to over-sexualize ourselves in the media is because that is how they treated the slaves. That is how they wanted the female slaves back in the day. Fresh from Africa on the ships and the Native American girls. Savages, as they would call us. Pretty much half naked. That's a conditioning. Don't you see? Museum. What? What's up? I'm sorry. Say it again, babe. I'm sorry. Let me give you my full attention. Go back. Repeat what you said. I said that the reason why they over-sexualize women in the media is because that's how the slaves had the women on the ships, the African and wow. the Native Americans, the savages, wow. had us half-dressed. And that's why and they would just take, And that's, they would just take pussy from y'all, huh? That's crazy. Pretty much. That's deep. That's really, really deep. Um, that's really deep. And so, yeah, that's what I'm I'm starting to realize that like everything, especially hip hop culture, they're using hip hop culture as a vehicle for modern day plantation behavior. Whoever runs media, American media, especially, they have the blueprints on what makes, of course. they have the blueprints on what makes a plantation. So what they keep doing is they just say, we don't necessarily need the big house, right? This master's house. We don't need his house. America is a white man's house. So all we need to do is, is. when these niggas are together, we need them acting like slaves. And wherever they're at is going to become the plantation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You see what I'm saying? That's why they condition our hip-hop music the way that they do. You see what I'm and saying? And they only give... Listen, when I was about to get signed with Universal Records, yeah. my mom put me on the phone with Universal Records. Yeah. Universal Records told me... You can only rap about over-sexualizing yourself and drugs. That's what I'm that saying. That's what I'm saying. That's that why that's why me. the game is not harmless because the way you're saying that they they implicitly tell you what to do, I believe that because there's nobody that ever gets into the game and has a confusion about what it's about. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's Lauren Hill, probably her, you know, because right. she created a momentum where she said, "Well, I'm a I'm a positive I'm a female. Crazy. I'm a female that raps from her heart, but they're like, nah, you gotta rap from that pussy. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? Right. Look at these looking ass niggas, all these motherfucking names with the looking ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta. They wanted her to make but that she, song. But but Nick, Nikki was high when she. No, they didn't even like that song because they had the N word. They didn't even want to push that. Well, song. no, you know what it was. Everything, she messed up. Everything she messed came up with out the Malcolm Nikki's X. Budget. She messed up with the Malcolm X marketing. That's the only place she messed up because. I'm not. I'm not bothered by that. I am. That's, that I, was I her like, being on some Oprah I'm shit. That was her being it. on some Oprah shit. Like I'm a shit. You know. Me. You know why I like the fact that she did that because it like it's like saying, "Hey, this is Black America. We gotta look outside our." We got to look outside our window, make sure you niggas ain't trying to kill us. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe. That, that was deep it was what she did, but people don't see her, her art. It, I was kind of I was kind of upset when I mean, Malcolm you know, X's, uh, when Malcolm I, X's daughter to... said something. I was kind of upset. I was like, why is she not supporting Nikki? Like, she should be backing her up as a woman, you know? See, and I think that's dangerous what you just said. I think the next frontier, too, is feminism holding each other accountable because only y'all can do it because if 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 a person outside of feminism tries to hold y'all accountable y'all gonna gaslight and play stupid what do you mean that's y'all, that's y'all tactic i mean that's what you just said you said she should hold she should support her just because she's a woman no. you know how dangerous as that is as a woman that's what i'm saying that's dangerous that's dangerous she should have but asked, i think there's more been power like... i believe i believe there's more power in atala holding nikki accountable as opposed to just saying i'm gonna support her because she's not she's putting a woman. ass that dangerous that's dangerous that's she didn't dangerous. do anything that's wrong dangerous. with that photo yeah but she has yes yeah, she did she has a song called looking ass nigga and he's the he's the he's the embodiment of i get oh i see what you're saying i see what you're saying you see what i'm saying he meant it like to the hate that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying 
that's what I'm saying. Um, it's up. It's, stuff like that is always political. So it's mm-hmm. up for. That's the reason they yeah, do that to keep, keep us talking in circles and keep us locked into an emotional um, crusade with ourselves. But I think all I'm really trying to say is um, overt racism. I respect it more than covert racism. Right. Let's talk about that because right. covert is that's what we under. That's what that's why you can't. You, that's why if you was if you are being gaslighted by a group of white people, if you call, which is what black people in this country have called it if you call that racism it has no power right so if we say white if we say white male rage don't have no power then we say that the word that we use to call out mistreatment based on color has no power either but that we but you know why that's beautiful because it means that we are very very socially all of us we are finally living in the edge of a meritocracy. You know what a meritocracy is? A meritocracy is basically survival of the fittest. He who is the strongest, the fastest, and the smartest deserves to get whatever, you know what I'm saying, prize there is to be had at the end of the rainbow. But in real life, we don't. See, the problem with America is we've been living under nepotism. Hmm. Nepotism is gate is 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 is, 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 is handing down power through gatekeeping, through yeah, oftentimes family bloodlines right no through the bloodline bigger than the money is the bloodline that's how you protect the money mm-hmm. you only you know what i'm saying associate people who is in the bloodline which is usually if if white people are in charge of building this country that means they he who has the gold makes the rules right yeah and that means just, they have the gold it's just and, favoring and the rules of they, relatives yeah. or friends because white people can choose black exactly. people so they want uncle tom's like oprah well, you know, I, the way I look at, and this is this is a new meta revelation and a new meditation. The way I look at having created a, a son that is obviously from African sperm, but cultivated in a white womb, I feel like they should just thank me for preserving their whole culture. They should get on their knees and thank me and thank this dick. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not that crazy. I, I, this is how I really feel. When I get deep down into my meditations as a man, I just feel like they need to thank me because CNN, a white organization, has already said white people not gonna be have the same numbers in 2050. They said Hispanics are out fucking everybody. You know they are running because and they, but then part of it too is coded languages. They saying blacks africans which we've always i mean we we dominate the planet which means we fuck the most fuck the fastest and reproduce the best they letting you know that we're gonna be second to hispanics why because our our social engineer programs on black people are still working you know who i think is gonna run everything and is gonna outdo hispanics and blacks the the chinese the asian no yes no watch little by little they got crazy rich asian They got, they got, but you know, well, let's go back and talk about something powerful. because we have the generation stop. Don't sleep on them. Let's talk. Wait, 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 wait. They have all the wisdom. That's why they're winning. But I think when they, when it, when it's black male leadership against Asian male leadership, it's going to just be so clear. At the world, it's going to just, they just, it's going to be so clear. Anyway, that's number one. Number two, when they lost World War II, do you know that the Japanese women seen their men as weak? And they lost respect for them and they started, you know, they started having, uh, you know, an affinity for white men because the white men were seen as the more powerful men. That's number two. Mm-hmm. You know, when World War Three comes and black men versus Japanese or Asian, whatever and it they, is, I mean, and that they feeling is going to be just white men as fucking insane. Even in the Philippines, they tell their children, they condition my best friend, they condition him and they were like, hey, you want to have a child with a white woman because then she'll be mestiza. The lighter you are, the better. Wow, you are. that's, that's how they condition them. And that's that is that is. I mean, because you yeah, you, know, you do have Afro Asians, but they 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 participatory too. They mistreat they um Africans in their culture. So yeah, like what I'm saying? it's all the same. That's why. That's why to me, there is no there is no. Oh, you know who the next superpower is going to be is the Asians because the Asians follow white male leadership. I mean, they still follow Asian male leadership, which mm-hmm. is the wisdom that they have. But it's still at the end of the day. They, they have Africans the in their man. culture. Mm-hmm. No, listen, they have Africans in their culture and they mistreat them. And that's the bottom line. That's our sure. problem with the whole world. Any everybody that has Africans in their culture, Brazil, everybody. Yeah. When you have every if we go to where the country is and everything in your culture, those Africans are mistreated. And it's a patternicity around this that's planet. True. It's a patternicity that's created, designed for America, distributed around the planet. And that's our real beef. Because once we once once Africans figure out how to unite 
based on nothing but our natural biologies, man and woman, and our skin tone, it's a wrap, dude. It's a wrap, because that's exactly what uh, white male leadership is based on. That's their code. You a white man? Well, you... We can build and we can build and dominate and destabilize the world together. That's all I need to know about you know what I feel? That's all I need to know. You know what I feel, even though um we already know that everybody comes from Africa. That's that's been proven. But what I feel is that white people come from they're basically like second or third or fourth generation from African albinos. Does that make sense? That's what I'm saying. Some Africans they migrated too far. Too Charles far up Darwin. into the fucking the Icelandic areas, yeah, Icelandic areas, and then the, the the carbon got sucked out of their skin because it was so cold up in those Icelandic areas, so much so that they had to resort to eating each other. You know what I'm saying? Cannibalism mm, yep. absolutely is a staple of uh, European male culture. Heterosexuality, pedophilia, cannibalism, and also I'm missing one, another thing that's a part of that culture. We but those three things Neanderthal always. In us. Did you know that? I don't know that we all do. I don't know that we, we all, all do, do because we've At been there. You know, some of us. Start, I don't know. I think that's misinformation. I say I call that misinformation. That's, and then, but well, I will give you. I'll piggyback that. I'll piggyback that. I'll piggyback. I'll, pick, I'll give you. I'll give you a little bit of credence because one thing I will give European scientists is when they go back to the etymologies of the world, they 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 choose not to lie. They have every reason to lie, but they don't. Every time they tell you about the first original caveman did you see on world star they put out what the original caveman looked like and it was a big african with straight hair and they said this is the beginning this is what the it's like a big dark african he has a he has a wide nose but he has straight hair because you know i'm saying the coils in his hair Mm -hmm. they weren't near the equator they was living up in the icelandic areas and so one thing european scientists do is they tell the truth they say we come from african man they always do that's one thing that capitalism can't buy them out of. Capitalism can't buy them out of that story. The truth, Be- yeah. Because uh, biology, biology dictates. You know what I'm saying? They can't lie. It's like, how are we gonna pay to lie about biology? You know what I'm saying? Do you know that this? You know what I'm saying? I just was listening again today. You know what I'm saying? The speed of dark. The the uh, it was uh, Michio Kaku. He was talking about uh, a Type Four civilization, which is a civilization ran on a continuum, and the con- and continuum energy is the energy you see in outer space. That carbon that sits there, that carbon moves faster than the speed of light. And if you can harness that, you'd be unstoppable. So dark energy is a force of nature out here in the world. Of course, it's a, it's 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 one of the laws of nature, like gravity, that we don't talk about. Everything comes from darkness. <laughs> Look at the. I mean, just look at outer space, carbon. So I don't exactly. know where I was going with that, but I basically was kind of say, what's in our skin is in outer space. When you look up at night, that's what's in our skin. That's just the more potent vision of it. That's how it's supposed to look. That's how it's supposed to look. But you know, watered down, raped, babies, African babies fed the alligators. You know, what I'm saying 400 years of that, we look a little more brownish. But you know, some of us even light skin. But it's still there. That presence is still. Uh, you know that what they talk about. What's the quote? They say, "What happens when an unstoppable force meets an in an in, 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 immovable object?" The answer is they both surrender. And on, and for me, where I'm at as a man, like I have a son, so I just see that like that's the essence of dick pussy relations right there. Because mm-hmm. I'm an unstoppable force. I'm a black man, but the immovable object is women because. No matter how much I might want. Well, I mean, and then we got cryogenics and artificial insemination, all this stuff coming up. You know what I'm saying? Coming up in the next decade. But I'm just natural. I'd rather, have a, I'd rather put my dick inside of a woman and create a baby that way rather than going to some cryogenist and I give them my sperm and then that's how we make babies. Because that's just very impersonal and kind of weird. Right. Women are the immovable object. You know what I'm saying? My baby mama get on my nerves, but I could not have established my legacy without her. That's the human dilemma. Right. And that's why they keep us in watching love and hip hop and bullshit and keep women gaslighting. They keep the men effeminized because that keeps us in chaos because the essence of man and woman, that's, that is civilization. That is world peace. That's the beginning of it. If every man and woman, you know what I'm saying, had harmony, that's world peace for each, for each, for each duo, the yin and yang, for each yin and yang, peace be established. And then that's when you get the whole feeling of peace throughout the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think the only question now moving into this next so next week is going to be next year you know what i'm saying did you read that online it's like so basically 2020 going to be next week and next day on the next year you know what i'm saying all yeah. at the same time that's, crazy. that's a portal that's a real portal so 
we gotta ask ourselves: um, Is LGBTQism is it a is it a is it a is it a uh, natural state phase of the earth, or is it you know what I'm saying, or is it artificial? Just like a lot of things being invented, you've seen the Impossible Burger. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that that's definitely an agenda that was pushed. There are people that you know. I guess you could say to some extent, yeah, they're born gay. Just like there's some animals that can, you know, reproduce sexually, right? Um, but but for the most part, I feel like it was either some trauma that happened because now they have this show on. Recently, they they started a show on MTV where it's like they were giving people therapy that were gay, and they became ungay. Does that make sense? Um. With that in mind, it begs that only for me begs. I can't really speak to that. But only thing that begs the question is if we have gay reversion therapy, um, why does that exist if we live in a state of American media where LGBTQism is all the rage? Why get rid of it? Right? Yeah. Why promulgate it as a subculture that everybody ought to have if there are people trying to get rid of it? You know, and vice versa. If heterosexuality was the mode and people were trying to get... But they, I mean, rarely do you hear about somebody trying to get rid of heterosexuality because it agrees with biology, it agrees with nature. Right. You know? So, that's all. That's the only thing I can really ask you. I can't say anything. I'm not a spokesperson. I'm not a fucking physicist. I'm not a motherfucker that studied anthropology and could tell you. But all I could ask you is a question. That's my new thing is um, I read a lot now. It's like I'm going to my grave because we're all going to our grave, but I'm going to my grave with questions for God. You know what I'm saying? Just writing some questions down. That's my new thing. I form a lot of questions nowadays. And I feel like that keeps me young. I even just wrote a new rap and all that kind of stuff. I feel like that's the mark of that's my pro, that's my report card in life of if I'm still a bad motherfucker. Like, can I write a new rap? You know, I remember it was an old head. He was like, "Fuck it." You know, I still could don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he said a few other things, but that was the main thing. I still could dunk. You know what I'm saying? But that was his margin on if he is in his prime. And he, that's the, I feel that. Because I feel like I'm in my prime. I'm writing new raps. This shit go hard. I'm in my prime. And I'm, you know, I, I hit the gym every single morning. I have a ritual. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think that's, that's for me, I'm getting at just what's the essence of being a man? It's like, it's a ritual. So a would ritual you say you have just a, a form of as, uh, Asperger's? Because you need a routine? What the fuck is Asperger's? It's I a, think it's I, a oh, high level, high functioning, routine, huh? yeah, high I, level, I high functioning do. form of. Autism. I probably do have that because and I can't. Have I don't function disorder. the same way. Yeah, I can't listen to bullshit for too long. But that's yep. what they ask that's you to true. do when you go to school: sit there and listen passively to some bullshit. You know, if school really wants to be useful, they would teach you. They would teach you. Every class would be about relationships every single one because that's all you doing when you graduate. I don't give a fuck what you doing. You work a job, you You said what? You manage what? Somebody was calling me. Is we still on? You still listening? Yeah, still good? we're still on. Um, yeah. What was I saying? My bad. My buddy called me. I don't know what the fuck he was doing that for. Oh, about Asperger's that you can't oh, listen to I'm shit not. too much, and you said that's how they program us <clears> in school. Well, basically, that's what I'm saying. If if you, the, I'm the kind of motherfucker I can't sit and let pass, sit and listen passively to some bullshit. But that's what school is. It's a babysitting service. So you already starting off disempowered when you when you go to school because you like I'm a real motherfucker. I know it's some real. I can hear it. But at school, they just telling you some bullshit, or you can't even say they telling you some bullshit. School is telling you information that you absolutely need, but they're not telling you telling you how to apply it. That's game. That's running yeah. game on a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That's that's you acting like it's it's a pump fake, the ultimate pump fake. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know. I just know that when I'm at in the man, I got a ritual and I got a philosophy. And for me, I have so much more power than everybody else. Just off those two things alone. Uh, my dominion level is so high. Like, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm not upset. I'm not even anxious to get famous or try to blow up. Because I've been that for a while. Like, having anxiety about getting famous and then the fact that you're not famous, you got anxiety about that, but you're striving to do it. So you got triple anxiety. I've been there. But now <laughs> I'm in a place where it's just like, if you already know what's going to happen and you're not worried about which day it's going to happen, now it's just like, when it does happen, exactly. how can I be 
in tip top shape. Like, how can I be in my prime still when it happens? Because that's what you manage, and you manage in entropy, moving toward a state of chaos every day. That's like one of the first rules of physics. So you got to just manage that, cleaning yourself. You hit the same routine, and you got to hit it like you love it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what yeah. you maintain it because you want to slack off. Hey, but who the fuck want to keep hitting sprints every single day the same way? Put on tea tree oil, put your baby oil on, make sure your skin look good, just make sure your teeth still looking good. Son, that's what you see in people. They fall off. They they slack. It's, and it's cool. Right. That slack becomes a culture. You slack an inch today, slack an inch tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? You do that every single day for seven days. You don't slack off seven inches. Gee, that's exponential growth. You're failing. Right. Your ship's sinking. Right. That's your ship is sinking. So. Speaking of failing, um, back to what we were saying, it said, I found this article on the New Yorker and it says Trump's overt racism is uniting Democrats and unnerving some Republicans. What do you think about that? One more time, because one more time. It says Trump's overt racism is uniting Democrats and unnerving some Republicans. That's misinformation. You see, they don't even. That's misinformation. So you mean to tell that, me? I, that doesn't so you even make to, sense to that's me. That's what I'm saying. It's misinformation. It's just meant to. It's just meant. It's just buzzwords meant to get you fake get news you, media. Get you upset? <laughs> no, but for real, it's misinformation. I can't call nothing fake news because it's not fake if it actually happened. But it just in the context that they present it to you. If for see. Think about the word informate. It's in, it's a verb informing. Informing me of what? That's why it's misinformation. It's not informing you of anything. It's just, but it's presented on an accredited newspaper or whatever, and that's what gives it the power. Like that, they well, this is accredited. They won't publish bullshit. History is proven that people will publish bullshit. You know what I'm saying? If it bleeds, it leads, man. If it bleeds, it leads. Racism is the hottest topic. That's the bleeding topic. It's gonna lead. We're going to lead with that story. If it bleeds, it fucking leads. It's business as usual. It's misinformation. You can't do anything with it. He's been yeah, overtly racist. Did you see this racist. conversation that I had uh, with, my, with my dad? Um, that was interesting. So what's up with that? Break that down real quick. Okay, uh, so this is, this is the conversation. So he was, he was talking about um, Trump or whatever. This is the meme that he sent me. He said, Trump did not ask Ukraine to dig up dirt. Trump asked Ukraine to investigate a crime Biden admitted to on a video not the same and then i said trump shouldn't have turned to a foreign country bottom line and withhold military aid treason is treason crimes against humanity and not having a moral compass are the same white people need to be held accountable just like they hold black people accountable period i said it like the city girls i wouldn't be surprised if he got away with it he stands for racism and people were shot in texas over what he stands for he grabs women by the and treats his wife like a doormat. Hillary, Biden, and all of them need to be held accountable. I mean, everything then, you just said. No, let me let you keep going. I'm sorry. And then he said, we have a treaty with Ukraine for a joint investigation, blah, 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 with a $1 billion loan that guarantees unless he fires prosecutor investigating his son, Hunter's company, Burisma, name Trump's crime and evidence. You can't because it's a hoax, collusion hoax, and you still haven't figured that out. Dems are trying to reverse the election. Do your homework. I said, yeah. Like I said, white boy would probably get a slap on the wrist. Nothing new. This is America. And then I sent him an article about George Steiny Jr., who was the youngest person sentenced to death in the 20th century in the USA. A 15-year-old who was accused of killing two white women, which wasn't even true. And I said, meanwhile, a black 15-year-old is being given the death penalty and Trayvon Martin gets killed for walking around in a hoodie. And then somebody said, that's fake. I said, no, no, no. Check your facts. So what were you going to say about what I said? Um, two things. Every, the way you just described Trump, you just basically said what I said a different way. Everything about him says that white male rage, their power is just done. And the way you just broke that down was beautiful. I mean, he walks over his wife. It's just type A white male of the 50s, exactly. even of the 50s. It's just a personality. Not even pattern. 50s I, nowadays. That's what I'm white saying. Men do so, that too. I mean, that might, they might even do that. They might even do that. They might even do that. That's what I'm saying. They might even do that. They might even do that. But another thing, this is, this is the caveat. Is basically, I'm going to tell you, like a black man told me, G. He said some people like to deal with white people. Like They like to try to act like they're going to mistreat white people the way they mistreated us, right? But he said mm-hmm. that's – but he said, but to me, that's not leading. 
he said that leading is progress. He said, if I do what they right. do, if they can make them like make me like them, that's tit for tat. That's going in a circle. Slow. He said, mm-hmm. I have to do, he said, I have to do what they can't do. And history mm-hmm. proves this in America. Like this is what they can't do. Obama. They they have been incapable of leading. That's their character flaw. They 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 mm-hmm. it's either then it, so only things left to do is we it comes down to a question. Are you are you incapable of leading? Which is if you look at them, they're not. In America, you know, being a white man, they well, how, how does it how does it go? They said they said to the victor goes the spoils. That's the rule of war. That's why war when you go to war with somebody, so because whoever wins, they get the spoils. They get they get whatever they get whatever's worth anything. They get first. And then the second part to it that I said, I said, and it still goes on today. Black people getting high crimes and punishment because of you, the criminal you, justice system. Man believes that they will repeat the behavior and have a higher recidivism rate. They taught me that in school. He was accused, just as you're claiming Trump was accused. Please keep that same energy and defend Barack Obama. A crime is a crime, and no one is above the law. I hope justice prevails. And he tells me, I believe you were taught that in the schools have become indoctrination centers. Go see a movie called Safe Spaces. I said... I read the penal codes all the time. It is basically illegal to punish rich whites. And I am a Republican. What's wrong? It's wrong. He said, schools are brainwashing our kids. I said, no. The justice system believes only poor whites and people of color should be jailed because we have a higher rate of recidivism. It is a fact. Black people are not crazy. There is a system designed so that they don't succeed. That is why they have to try to blend in. It's in your law book and in the 13th Amendment, which has a loophole that basically states any American that is in in prison or jail becomes a slave. We are all slaves, just a modern day form of it. Well, I mean, we're dominated with that, with the with the, you know, with that Amendment 13. Mm -hmm. it, It gives a system that hates us incentive to create a culture i'm on a podcast yeah you listening? i'm on a podcast yeah i'm listening sorry my sister just rudely came in the room in the middle of our podcast tell Continue. your sister um whenever she ready to um be playing that she's single i'm here for her all right okay i appreciate that okay all right moving I on. okay i appreciate that um you know she's having a second bit she's uh expecting a, a second child well, tell her she can expect the chocolate one if she can stop playing, <laughs> you know, a beautiful, a beautiful chocolate oh, one. Oh, man. All right. Anyway. Um, what were you saying? You said recidivism. Where was I? I'm sorry. Where was I? That it's good that I brought up recidivism. It's good that you brought up recidivism, but I think every, I think what's beautiful is that you you defeated your dad. That's why he can't with facts. You defeated him. That's that's people's problem with you is that you, you defeat people. See, that's what I'm saying. Your 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 what you're lost on is the fact that you're not like a you're not a criminal attorney. I mean, let's just say, or, or you're not a you're not a high stakes attorney. You're not like a Johnny Cochran. That's what I'm saying because that's your that's your gift to be able to to follow words. I can only follow words if they rhyme. You can follow words right. just based on tacit, you know, information. That's a gift and a skill. So I think the fact that you are showing your dad everything you're saying, you're you're showing that the throne of America is just vacant. Yeah. The fact that you I can, shocked, you can you're showing him. that it's vacant. That it's just vacant. Whatever. He couldn't even believe what I was saying. I just I just stumped him. Like normally, of course he you stumped him. Exactly. He didn't he have like, wow. nothing because you cited your sources, recidivism, all that. The penal codes. That's like you. You are the product of American brilliance, and that's what you asked me to revise my manifesto, and I was staunchly against it. But I looked deep down in my heart. I said, you know what? You just need to change those terms. Just change it to American man and American woman. I am going to be like Barack Obama. I'm going to dictate the new story Everyone's of America. Everyone's going to love it. Yeah, I'm going to dictate it. the new story of America because I've even been studying him and I'm just like, you know what, I get it now. Because the fact that you challenged me, because at first I was like, no, I don't want to change this. But I thought about it deep, deep down. And and that's what How to Talk to Girls at Parties is going to be about. It's going to be American males. The story, this is the real truth. It's like, fuck, you know, fuck American media. We are the subculture. And it's going to start right. with us telling All the things story. entertainment and the Yahweh. You already know. We're the subculture. Not who, them. Who has a name like God? It's basically, Yahweh. It's, basically, it's basically like, it's basically like we trying to appeal to people in those international global markets because 
they it's the thing about Hollywood and why Hollywood is dying is because people are starting to figure out Hollywood has been lying about what the subculture and the underworld of America is. It's not so much it's been lying, it's just been putting, you know, white men at the forefront as of the narrative and you know what people are learning. I mean, you got Cardi B busting through the scenes. Everybody's mm-hmm. showing you like America, like we are everybody is their own boss. But they've been acting like the white man been running things be past yeah, okay. reconstruction. You just, does that They're make taking sense? Our culture. What but the fuck? The, but if you look at it, and that's why people that's why you got so many um little internet races because it, and a guy went undercover and he, he he you know, like websites like the dude, Serena Williams' husband who owns that website, like they say it's like a breeding ground for like <coughs> racist chatter. But if you mm-hmm. but if you look at it, you look at it, their number some guy went undercover and basically um he did a think tank with them. He wanted to know what's their green and their grievance is basically when we open up history books our foremothers and our forefathers mistreated black people like which is an understatement their thing basically is why can't we mistreat black people the same way they did which is basically they're they're posing the question why is if we're the social engineers why is it why is our social engineering program why is it not working anymore and the answer is nature Number two, they're basically they're basically saying, how can a guy like Jay-Z, how can he achieve the American dream? It's not meant for him to be a billionaire, and I'm a white guy. I make $40,000 at a company. They're, they want to understand Whoa. this hypocritical-ass country. They're like, how does this make sense? We, the people of the United States, say that all people all people be free and blah, 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 blah. you know saying John Claude broke that down well how can they how could the four how could the forefathers of this country write words like that and own slaves that's the first that's the first thing if you even if you was an alien and you came here that'd be your first questions how the fuck do you have a document that says all people are free and then you got people human beings with carbon in their skin they don't live anything close or according to this fucking document you treat them like second-class citizens. An alien would ask you to explain this for me, please. Explain this hypocrisy because this makes no sense. Right. So that's, I mean, even little internet races, that's their grievance. They want to understand it too. But I don't think there's anything to understand. You know, um, this country brought us over here in ships and treated us like less than we're, we're animals. Less than animals. With nothing. Less, they treat us yes. like, but then, but, then, but then they have never, ever atoned. See, because they hold us accountable under American law. But how can the question with us is this is our ultimate fight. How can you hold us accountable under American law for fighting and striving to get around a system that is trying to me? You, America, this is the bottom line America has not held itself accountable for the transatlantic slave trade. So, really, anything, everything they've done, thrown us in jail, it gets vetoed as soon as we are able to take them to the motherfucking, uh, what's that committee? What is it? The international, all the, what is that called? What? That's what Malcolm X was trying to do. That's exactly what Malcolm X was about to do before he was assassinated. He was about to, you know, where all the countries, no, the countries that come together, foreign committee, what is that called? I always forget. It's the place, it's basically like the Captain Planet of America. It's, what's it called? China, global politics. It's where every, every, the UN? The United Nations. The The Malcolm X was about to hold, America accountable for the transatlantic slave trade and uh, uh, via the United Nations. What that was going to do is basically, he was going to basically prove that America has acted against their own laws because they haven't held themselves accountable under their own American laws first, which is what they said was to give every single freed slave 400 acres and a mule and $200. They haven't fulfilled mm-hmm. that, so how can they go about creating private prisons and make money off the backs of people they haven't atoned yet? At- they atoned the Jews. Mm-hmm. They gave the Jews money. How? What is it about the Jews that gave them money? And what is it about the fact that we're African that we can't get the money? Besides the property, besides everything, if we talk of morality, if America, if America is calling itself a civilization, which it does, which says that it has a code of ethics, how does this agree, agree with American code of ethics? Where does it agree? Make it make sense. And if they are big and bad, why don't they just put it in layman's terms? Why don't they just tell us, like, this is what it is. And if y'all want to do something about it, you know what I'm saying? This is America. We have guns. Go ahead and get this shit popping off. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? 
Exactly. But they treat us. They treat. They treat the. You know, the American disposition is benign. They. You know what? But you know what benign neglect is. That's how pimps treat hoes. But nine, that's how they with a hoe. If a bitch complaining, you just ignore. Y'all ain't even that shit go one out the other anyway, bitch. How my money doing? You making my motherfucking money? That's how they treat African Americans. That's the disposition in politics. Be non neglect policy because of the Watts riots. You know what I'm saying? That whole thing was like, well, you know, we always we've been promising black people shit in politics, but what possessed them to go and riot about this? And the thing was about this that made a difference was just that the fact that they even promised black people anything made black people wait around on that promise. Then when they didn't deliver, black people do what we do. We let our self hate just destroy everything around us. And so they said, let okay, me ask you a question. Last thing. And so they said, uh, after the Watts rise, they said, okay, from here on out, this is the 60s now. I mean, late 70s, early 70s, they said from here on out, we will never, ever even mention black people in politics at a, at a full extent. Maybe a statement, but that's it. And we will call this policy benign neglect. And so that's, that's why they say, they say anything but black minorities. They use the word minority. They don't even, they don't even mention us. But they know they have cold mm. words around talking about us, and that's how they get around it. You know what I'm saying? That's what pimps do to hoes, mm-hmm. man. That's how pimps do hoes. Like, man, whatever. You get my motherfucking money or what? I ain't trying to talk about your motherfucking feelings. Fuck your feelings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's game. You know what I'm saying? The white. My question, my question to you was, um, how do you feel about? Because I just heard a second person say this yesterday. What's up? The first person, the first person that I heard making the statement was a white person who was in the military, and then. The second person I heard was saying it yesterday and they were a Hispanic and they said why do black people I hate when black people talk about slavery. The oldest slave is not even alive anymore. What does that so, even what mean? What do you feel about that comment? I know. You gotta I was like, what? Ask, that's like, but I you know confused. that racism is a form of narcissism so that's obviously a narcissism because even, it's like a way of white, it's like this is what they're saying, they're showing you, they're telling you it's so much about me that we don't need to talk about you. That's what he just said. He says they're saying they're saying like black people don't need re- reparations. Why do they need reparations if your your oldest ancestor is not even alive anymore? That's basically it just, what they're it's, saying. There's two things. There's two things. It's two things. The only thing when they say that, ask them. The Holocaust happened a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Going on. Say no. Ask them. Are they prepared? And give it fifty more years when the oldest Holocaust survived. Are they prepared to tell the Jews to give that money back? That's what you need to ask them because that's the only real question. Because the Jews have their money, they pleaded that case, they got their money. Are white people willing to tell the Jews in about forty years when there's no more Holocaust survivors that, hey, you know what, we made a mistake, we need that money back? That's the only thing mm. you need to ask them. Is a white man for real? Because he, whoever said that is a white man, you need to ask them. Okay, white man, you have the potential to grow old and sit on a committee that gives money out to people. The Jews got their money. You feel like uh, if a person is, if the oldest whatever survivor is not around, that a person should not only not get the money, they should fucking. Do you feel like somebody should give that back? Are you prepared to say that? Ask him. That's what I would say. Yeah. You, you and what about on... Kanye making the statements on slavery? What What are you talking about? Where he was like, slavery was a choice. You know what? The older, you know, and this is, this is, I'm, I'm radical. And maybe this is me leaning a little too far into Kanye. For me, I'm seeing that in black people because I got a homie who just, he just got, was in lockup in jail for fighting his dad. Because I think his mom mm. was jumping on his mama, G. Niggas is scared. I just wrote a line in California love. I said, niggas back at the crib afraid to leave home. They afraid to leave mm. mama house. They afraid to leave home. They rather yep. be they rather be mediocre. I rather go see Rome. Now let me go back. Yep, I remember you saying so that. Medi- so mediocrity. Mediocrity mm. mediocrity for the black man is dangerous. It's seriously dangerous. I mean it is like it is it is the reason that our black women don't even respect us no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. They don't even think Thank nothing. You. They don't even think Black nothing of leadership. us. They don't even think now nothing you, of us. Like they don't the even. It because I'm, I live this shit. I ain't telling you something I read in no book. This ain't no theory. This oh, is me. Lord, this is, this is me trying to. This I is me it. trying to put it in. This is me trying to figure it out on my own. And I'm telling you what's real. This is my inner coach. I'm giving you my inner coach. This is how he talked to me. He be like, man, this is that. You gotta accept that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people go through life. They can't place they can't play spades, first of all, because they don't they're allergic to the truth. And the rule all of spades right. is you gotta call a spade a spade. Don't call it nothing else. Yep. 
Can't call it nothing yeah. other what it is, man. I learned that from, you know, Chicago's pimps. Like, call a spade a spade, baby. Don't call it nothing other than that. So, yeah. you got to do that in every facet of your life. So. Pretty much, pretty much. So, you, you, me too, like, I know some people probably going to get angry, but I'm sorry if I understand that they used to beat you if you, like, try to route up against them. But I feel like they waited too damn long to get out of slavery. That's just me. Because I'm fucking I, crazy. Um, I can't, I can't I, um, imagine me being a fucking slave. You know, I, 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 don't, the I, think, I really honestly. truly believe me and my, <laughs> me and my boy, I, I, I believe, I, believe I, be, I don't believe the narrative of American slavery. I believe we gave them the hardest time, just the hardest time during early American slavery. That that's the reason they mm-hmm. stripped of us all our culture. Like they realized they had what to, do you mean? or else think about it. We speak the Queen's English. We are not from London, sweetheart. We are from Africa. So it begs right. the question, why right. did they have to because the, the thing about America is we are in a different phase of racism. And the Hispanics are the new labor force. Right. They are us. They are the new us. They are the new slaves. So it begs the question, why don't they try to strip Spanish away from them? They do, though. I was in the South. I was mm-hmm. in Florida, actually. True. I was blasting some Daddy Yankee. This okay. redneck, he sent his son to tell me to turn down my music Ooh. and to go back to where I came from and to speak the language. But you want to that... know why that the Mexicans don't allow that? Because the language, that's their Louis Vuitton. The Spanish-speaking well, language actually, has been around since Latin. It comes from Latin. It is like you know what I'm saying. It is like etymologically, it's old. It's their culture. It's when it they comes from Latin. I know it comes from Latin, but I, but what I'm saying is they don't allow because um, the white men do talk that talk. I used to say that talk all the time in the Marine Corps. Like don't speak that Spanish in here. But the but I'm saying Mexicans and Spanish. They don't allow it because they understand how important it is to identity. And that's what we're struggling with, black men. It's not even so much that we don't know to compete. We don't have a damn identity. And a person walking inside of a flesh and body with no identity, that's, that's why a the ship Africans no, don't feel that, like black Americans are Africans. Well, they've got to, well, I think if they, if, if, you know, that's a little, that's harsh, but I'll say if, if they were any they kind of, that. if they were any kind of leaders, they would take responsibility. They wouldn't even say that. Right. Look at that. What, what is that? Right. So that just let me know. Because that just let me the know. They're the main ones who created slavery. I mean, it, it had off. to have been, right, indentured servitude. It definitely started out as indentured servitude, but I don't think any African could have anticipated the the imagination of a white male rage that it would turn into what it turned into. I don't believe any African sold another indentured servant African with the knowledge that of what they were going to do. You know what I'm saying? Even then, like I, I even look they, at my they just with, them uh, let me let me say this. Let me say this. I, I, I'm not lying. I, I don't deny that it was indentured servitude that started. Um, transatlantic slave trade what i'm saying is i have a my son's mother is a white woman and i've watched the evolution of how Mm -hmm. white people they wear masks and they're they're better at it than black people they've mastered it that's what covert racism is all about and i've seen what happens um when uh you know what i'm saying when they act out like they're psychosis they are violent people they used to live in caves they used to eat each other and that's something that's something we have to take they're the ones committing all the murders they used to live in caves. They used to have to eat each other. That's like a that that part yep. needs to be said. You know, let me read you something. It said, "Skin color depends on the part of the world in which people's ancestors were born. It has nothing to do with their personal characteristics." Amen. Looking at racism yep. throughout history, it is evident that fear, anger, envy, and greed are all closely connected with it. Racists tend to have negative feelings about themselves or their own lives, so they blame their problems on others. And let me stop right there. Number one thing about my son's mother, a white woman I noticed in her is that she blamed her problems on everybody but herself. And so I kept reading that. That hurt my heart because I said, that sounds like my son's mother. And so I said, so I kept reading. It says, having persuaded themselves that they are better than any and everybody else, racists can use that belief to justify seeking control over others. So you have to see that. Like, that's already the root of racism is narcissism because that's what a narcissist believes. A narcissist believes that be they're smarter and just somehow more cunning than everybody. Therefore, that gives them an amnesty to manipulate and control everybody that comes in their vicinity. So, for me, that's where that's where, that's where I'm at with it. Like, so with me, 
like I'll even read you a tweet. Um, 19 Keys put out. I'll read it on my page. I'm about to connect these ideas. He says, mm-hmm. this is what he said. This is what he said. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. You. He said, he said, watch this. Ooh, I think it's gone. Hold on, wait. Let me see. Ah, shit. I don't know why, the, I don't know why that one disappeared, but this one is a good one. He said, um, tell you, hold on. It'll fucking stop acting up, bro. I got the internet and the motherfucking listening going. It's still acting up. Um, you know there's five different forms of racism? That's, that's what I'm saying. What, how could, I mean, well, Individual well, racism, you, unconscious yeah. racism, interpersonal racism, institutional racism. Institutional is the, racism, but see, uh, uh, devoid of all those racism. other ones, there's no, but that's, that's. That's like that's like rubbing it. That's that's like rubbing it in the face. It it doesn't matter if it comes subconsciously or the the biggest one is institutional. Institutional is basically we've got our laws behind it. That that's basically, but that that's there's really no such thing because there just is the system. It just is what it is. And the fact that they've legitimized mistreatment based on color, backed by you know what I'm saying, accredited American laws, that just goes to show you. It's Big Brother. Big Brother is that's 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 what that is. That's Big Brother. That's a metaphor. It does not matter. Big Brother is about mistreatment, and there's a larger message in 1984 that they're just mistreat. You know, because that's the thing with Hollywood. You know, they want to act like, you know, in a in a, in a, a dystopian world is a world where white people get mistreated, because that is their biggest fear. But come on, man, in a real world, let's be real. Institutional racism is like when a police officer. Uh, is told by the police department to just stop black and Latino males or to pull over a Honda or to okay. pull over a fucking Toyota like they I do in Florida. See that. I can see that, but I don't think it's even worth entertaining. Like, why would, why am I going to disseminate and create categories for something that really is in a phase where only one of those genres you named affects me, which is the institutional one? All that others, that's what I'm trying to explain. It's, that it's, only, it's fa- it's and a, then those are all it's not only it. um, it's not only black people because there's parts of California where it's like all like Cambodian or like Asian uh-huh. and they have the little gangs, you know. And so they say, This is what the police department says, okay. right? Yeah. I'm telling you what the policy is. Okay, let's go. Is they direct officers to stop young black Latino males or Asians that are like in gangs between the ages of 14. To 26 years old. That's 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 accurate. I remember my little cousin. That's the police department policy. But that just go to show you. But that's that just go to show you. It just go to show you that they really are a blue Klux clan. How is this different from when the French mm-hmm. country was first? Yeah, they are. There is no difference. It's just it's it's just in a world where we're calling it digital and post racial. Why does this institution we need to get need to more exist? black and more black Latino and and all other people? You know to become officers or even even poor whites that are in our culture that they are in the subculture you know because like you said it seeps into their they listen to our music it's right? that's they what hang i'm out saying with us, they become our friends yeah but it's like i just seen some two trail looking white kids my my grandma used to say this and that's what i'm saying all the older black folks they've always known but they they live in a state of passivity in their minds where they were afraid to do something about it. But my my, my grandma used to always say, if when she would see a homeless white man begging for change, she used to always say, she's like, huh, ain't no need for that. And then I finally um asked, I said, Grandma, what you mean by that? Why you always say that when you see a homeless white man? She said, because ain't no need for that because he done had every opportunity under the sun. And he out here begging for change. Ain't no need. That's fucked up. Ain't no need, but that's real. That's fucked up, though. I feel like I feel like you should have a heart, no matter what person, you know, racist. That's anyways. Going back to eugenics, like I was talking about the other day, a few generations ago, you know, they said that if if you were of darker skin tone, you were inferior, and that our and the brains are smaller. Or that, that's you they, know, they, but God think about capitalism. Think about capitalism and why a mm-hmm. message like that needs to exist under capitalism. Do you really think in a world that was built for the ancestors of white men and white women that they gonna let a scientific mandate say that darker skin is smarter and better and makes you faster? And better than kids without melanin in their skin, based on capitalism. The capitalism would have started. Scientists would be like, hell no. Come on, man. I mean, the social engineers that goes Even against. Even white people would, that would deny against, that shit. That goes against social engineering. But it, 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 mm-hmm. it, 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 history says that that's true. That's the issue. 
History says that that is true. Thing. According to cultural biology races, African American biology, Dianetic, Dianetic neuro, neuro, aerobics. I don't know how to say the the full name of DNA, but you understand that's <laughs> this says this yeah. says that this is true. So that's the issue. We are we are up against we are up against the age DNA where this is this is the age where truth don't matter. That's what I'm saying. It's really we're really in a Sodom and Gomorrah state because. You know, wickedness is just wickedness is in. You ever seen the movie Little Nicky? Go mm-hmm. watch it. We are living in no, that. I've never seen. I, I'll watch. You it. need to go watch that shit, and you gonna know the but part. This was, the, the this part was where, Doctor no, Edda Jones. Go, the part where they go to the basketball game. Two demons go and possess some people on Earth, and they start this campaign. It's called Sin Is In. You know mm. what I'm saying? Go watch it, man. It's so fucking deep, man. Because we're living through powerful. that shit. Go watch that. But shit yeah, ASAP. no, Doctor Edda Jones. She uh, she did this um thing. And she was talking about as overt racism declined, cultural racism took its place. According to a cultural racist, um, African-Americans lack wealth because their culture doesn't value education, marriage, hard work, or thrift. This explanation overlooks the fact that African-Americans endured hundreds of years of unpaid slavery, many generations of segregation, and could not vote in many areas until 1965. Rather than exploring some of the actual causes of the current situation, cultural racist claims that's just the way they are. Isn't that sad? That's why. I mean, well, why is that sad? I don't know. Why is that sad? Because, like I said, their lack of awareness. What does that it's mean? Their lack, of, lack awareness. of awareness. What do you mean, lack of awareness? Because everything that she's saying, all the facts are in our faces. We've been learning for years and decades we've been learning about slavery in school and people act like black people just woke up one day and said okay let me be misfortunate um, and it's a generational thing it's a generational it's, thing it's, that but, they brought but it's upon coming out black people. yeah that's yeah, why black people are starting to become rich now not, what do you mean what, do you, what does because that mean because now you have more opportunity that? because back oh, in the day there was yeah. slavery you had you guys had Less of an opportunity. Now there's more opportunity to where you get, you have your Jay-Z's, you have your Barack Obama's. You didn't have that opportunity back then. That's what I'm saying. And they're blaming it. Oh, just because they're black, they're not smart enough. They don't value education. They don't value marriage. They don't value hard work. They don't value thrift. Just like Will was saying the other day on my podcast, he's like, all um, all black guys just want to hit it and quit it and they're not good fathers and I'm like that's not accurate because I've been around Justin and he's a very good father to his child so don't go but saying that like about that. black stuff men like at that all just, that's, but, that's, but it's all just ignorance it's all mm-hmm. just ignorance it's all the exactly. same lack of awareness. The it's, just, it's just every we all see the problem with this is like merit this country allows white people to go through every single phase of consciousness there is to go through in the spectrum of being a human being, but when it, but, well, when it comes to being, let's say a black woman, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? All they got is being an ally to racism. Only way they could participate in America is if they tear a black man down, and they've been doing that beautifully. So they get to run around and do frivolous shit, buy shit they don't need, and be passive aggressive Instagram prostitutes. I mean, that's the that's the championship trophy of feminism. Come on, now, 1921, y'all don't had y'all rights for 100 years. That's the only thing y'all use it for. Mm-hmm. Buying shit y'all don't need, gossiping, gaslighting, and being Instagram whores. I mean, come on now, let's let's just call it right. spade a spade. And so, this country does not allow black men. Does not allow them the economic fortitude, the political fortitude, any kind of fortitude. Any, you want to know? You want to know? What my boy told me, and it's changed. It changed my world because it stopped. It, uh, do you know that the Rockefellers? Do you know that under capitalism? Do you know that competition is a sin? You heard me. What were you saying? Competition is a sin under capitalism. Yes, competition is a sin under capitalism. Yes, and so that therefore, like. You know, uh, white male leadership does not want to compete and wants to dominate. And that's why they keep black men out of everything. I mean, think about it. They only allow us to express the fullest extent of our power in sports. Think about if they let us express our fullest extent in every single other facet of this country. This country would be fucking, the the White House would be black by tomorrow, dude. Come on, man. Mm -hmm. By tomorrow. Not even by tomorrow, by the end of the day. Whatever day they declare that shit. Right, right. 
Yeah. And then uh, what do you think? What do you think about um, now we're going to close up? What do you think about covert racism? Um, give us some give, give us your experience of covert or overt racism before we close out. I mean, shit, covert racism is every day. That motherfucker doing that stupid ass puppy dog look when they look at you. What the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> That's every or day. Like, or like when they don't want to greet you and they make this, yo, they make not the stupid that. ass face. Not even certain white it's that people. Pup, when I'm it's like, that stupid Hello? ass puppy dog face. You know, like that stupid ass. Like it, it begs the question. It's like, what kind of human being looks at another human being like that? But you gotta understand, like right. that's the new look. That's the racism look. That's the that's disgusting. I I hate niggers, but you're in my presence, and I'm I don't have the courage to be an overt racist like Wyatt Earp. So I'm just gonna give you that stupid ass puppy dog look that I give niggers when I see niggers. It's almost like wow. it's their way that's for deep. me. For me, when I see that, it's just their way of calling you a nigger inside their mind. That's the completion of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you're a nigger. I don't Accurate. care. And so that's just the puppy dog face. And then they end it. They've established that they're ignorant when they do that. They're like, I'm not going to give you a chance. I'm a bigot. I see black people one way. It's that look is just encompassing. When I see that look, I don't need to see shit else. I'd be like, this motherfucker racist. Anything they do for me is just going to, I'm on to already know. Because, you know, I have a buddy. He is a white man. And actually, he's like, I consider him like my best friend because I feel the lack of, like, he's dealing with my color before he opened his mouth. He's just dealing with my energy. And I'm just dealing with his energy. I don't hate white men. And I don't hate, like, the constituents of white male leadership. But I do hate the idea, ideology that is white male leadership. Mm-hmm. So that's me. Covert leadership is everywhere. It's 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 what's it's it's the reason we still talking about it. The thesis of everything I've learned is that during the civil rights movement, the reason that Martin Luther King said, "I think I've walked black people into a burning building," because he finally realized that we traded our wealth, being independent, being able having an opportunity to form our own schools, our own banks, form our own economic system. We traded that for integration, which is basically saying wow. which is basically saying that we don't care how bad you treated us. We just want to be up underneath y'all. We have Stockholm. Wow. We have Stockholm syndrome. We have Stockholm syndrome. We just want to be next to our abusers for the rest of us. Have a long y'all survive because we know y'all ain't gonna survive long. Y'all know that. Y'all look droopy as hell by the time y'all twenty six. <laughs> so I'm just saying. This is what it is. This is what it is. <laughs> White woman can go be anything I'm she wants to do. Hey, I'm trying to tell you, Queen. Of, you. I used to wonder. I used to wonder why. I used to wonder why. Um, he used to say this. Um, oh, Dick Gregory used to always say. He said, "The Queen of England is the." You know what I'm saying? Queen of. He's what he used to say. He said, "Queen of England is a white woman." And you got white girls that want to mm-hmm. work at McDonald's. And I never used to. I used to like, why are you saying that? He's telling you. That's I ain't never heard. That's an old person way of saying these bitches ain't shit. Like they don't have no ambition. <laughs> they don't have. But think about it. If you got somebody that can that sleeps next to the American dream, whatever that is, whatever that means to people. If you got somebody that can reach up and grab it, and they don't want to be shit, that got to tell you about the American dream. It either don't exist, it's a lie, or it might be out of reach to the white woman, but it's never out of reach to the white woman. So it just got that just show you if they if 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 white girls want to be trill, they want to drink Starbucks and have fat asses. If they want to be like the people that are shitted on in America, they used to they used to do they used to damn you know man. they used to be having relationships with the slaves all the time. Since that's the what I'm of, saying. That's slavery. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But if you if we get to a place where like like I'm gonna just keep it real, like I have a white baby mama. And based on what she That's is, she's a white like. woman. She don't need my help, but the bitch need my help. Like I have a white man that works at my job. I understand He'd that she got the all the film. privilege in the world. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't have the opportunity. Now you see where it's coming back to. I got a white man at my mm-hmm. job. He is a white man. He complains at my job. He complains. That scares me because if the foremothers and the forefathers of their grandkids are complaining, that means this country is under attack. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, whoever pushing the buttons, it ain't a white man no more. <laughs> Our next enemy is like it's gonna be more lethal because they got the white. Our next enemy got the white man stressing def- out. The you know? the 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 yeah. A lot of the you whites are part, like I was having this conversation with the other guy in the podcast, and I'm gonna close out. He was saying in North Carolina, the people that are most affected by poverty are whites. So Isn't that crazy? Bro. I could believe it just to base how much these motherfuckers. Like I really pay attention to life, and I'd be like, man, these motherfuckers, these white boys out here complaining. 
Trump really done bamboozled y'all, dumbass. Trail, but it's they, like you see how they followed, but you see how they followed their hatred. But I mean, I, I work with these motherfuckers. Them white boys out here complaining just like and they would still vote for them. That's what we were saying. We don't understand how poor whites and poor Americans is, will still turn because and vote because, for Donald Trump and give him a second term. You know what I'm saying? When this country first started and the Irish immigrated over here, that's why they called police vans paddy wagons because they used to treat the Irish like the way they treat black people. But then all of a sudden, mm. but then all of a sudden, once they freed the slaves, you know what I'm saying? And we go and we go start moving into the Jim Crow era and reconstruction white people had to come up with a plan because they saw that black people they were equal for power they finally because they freed them they're not slaves they equal and they, mm-hmm. they have all the skills we've been making them do this shit so it's like oh shit alright we gonna come up with this term called white and we gonna have to add the Irish to it because you know what I'm saying we can't keep shitting on the Irish we gotta be united by the fact that you know our skin color and our you know what I'm saying genetic makeup against the niggers and then that's when you introduce the idea of you know rampant you know these are niggers we treat them like second class citizens and while we figure out how to get the skills back from a bunch of people that we've allowed to learn the skills for 200 years you know what I'm saying we gonna unite in this idea that we white and therefore what is white is right and what is black is wrong basically mm-hmm. so you just got that moving up from you know I want to say the end of the um you know the Civil War because that's when they freed the slaves established the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment, and then they basically switch switched it around. We still on the plantation. Let's go. But it's been good podcasting with you. Thank you for everybody listening. I can't wait until you publish the podcast and we get this out. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to this back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, let's get it out. So you just need me to republish it, right? That's it. Yeah, just publish it, and then boom, it's going to be all over the, the social media. All right, I got you. What are we going to call this one? This is just a new, we could call this the new 2020 a, podcast. A you know what I'm saying? It's the first one. On race, because we're talking about white people are being affected, too. You can't even say. You just, this we going to call yes. this Who Hijacked America podcast. That's what I want to call it. Because if white men are uh, complaining and who hijacked America? Is it the Russians? Is it the Chinese? Because they're the only two superpowers. So who hijacked America podcast? Was it the Russians or was it can, the Chinese? Can we say can we say America is a superpower? That's what I'm saying. If you see in, the leader, the, the guy who's powers, always been like Dick Gregory but, if get, but if you see the guy that's always been in charge of the superpower, he don't got none, then what that tell you? It's been hijacked. And it's just, but it's cloak and dagger. It's just like, we just continue in the run America as if America is, but it, it just goes to show you, dude, if the dude that's been in charge for 400 years, that nigga is capitulating to the Russians. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Just think about it. If he over there, I feel like if he Egyptian over there, if he over there put his tail between his legs for somebody else, that just goes to show you who's in power. So, Got it. Russians mm. hijacked America podcast. Let's get it. First first episode, 2020. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have a good night, y'all. Yo, peace.